Yud Chesem at Beis, about six lines down at the two dots, there's a boy, I put a diamond around this boy, and today's shear, although it's the end of Yud Chesem, beginning of Yud Tess, it's going to be two boys. Uh the second one is almost exactly the same place, except it's six lines down on Yud Tess Amad Aleph, in the middle of the line there's a boy, boy Reish Lakish. And as long as we're sort of on the topic of Yud, um, let's start. So, Boy Rabbaravua, back on Yud Chesmet Beis, I underlined, or dot underlined the question, about six words Yud, Nisuin Oisa, Oy Erisin Oisa. Okay, so there's this concept of a father can sell his daughter into servitude, she's a minor. That's one thing that happens. Then the master of this girl, um, she can work. Uh, she'll go free. If he wants to, though, before she gets to 12 years old, he can be meya'ed her, which is kind of like marrying her. Not only can he sort of marry her, he could also marry her off to uh, one of his sons. That's the uh, that's the issue. Now, when yud is done, nisuanaisa erisanaisa, right? So what is it going to affect as far as like a marriage type relationship, that first stage or the second stage, which is, I think we had the exact same question by Bia back on Daf Yud. Remember, we did Kesef and Shtar, and then by Bia, since it's sort of like that's very like husband and wife-like, we said maybe it makes only eris and maybe it makes even nisuan. Same thing here by the... Yud, um, does it make a, f- uh, a full Nisuin, like they're totally married, or Arison, which is like first stage, what's the Nafkamina? Same three Nafkamins we had by Bia over there when we asked it, which is the Yorshali Tamil Hafna Dara. Those are three issues that um, if the couple is fully married, uh, there'll be an inheritance from one to the other if one of them dies. If he's a Kohen, he'll participate in the funeral of his wife if they were fully married, and he has the right to be made for the Nidaram if they're fully married. My. When, when does he do? When is the yud done? Before she reaches uh, twelve years old and goes free, and he'll say something like, "Hare at yudali," with something maybe with the kesef that was given to your father like three years ago, uh-huh. something like that. The, the lashon and Rashi is "Hare at yudali bekesef miknasayich," or "Bekesef miknasayich," maybe. Yeah. Okay. My so Tashma I put a triangle on this Tashma. It's the first of two. About eight lines later, last word on the line is also a Tashma, and that'll be the second uh, attempt to answer the question. So here we go, Tashma. Um, we bring it to next source. Goes for a line and a half. The pasuk says Bevigdai Ba. We dealt with that pasuk the other day, mm-hmm. which um, apparently we're gonna darshan the word. Um, Big day, sort of like the word beged, kevan shepires talisa yaleha. Once he has spread out his cloak upon her, shuv ein rashai. That means that he, the father, will no longer have the right ever again. Lemaichra. Okay, so if there was a pires talisa, a spreading of the canopy of like living in the same household type of scenario, then uh, no matter how old the girl is, even if she's still a minor, the father would not be able to sell her again. Okay, he can't sell her again. If let's say the current guy that had his talis spread over her got hit by a bus and died, goes back to the father. The father can't sell her. Diuk zvuni hudeloy mazvinla, so he can't sell her. Ha yehudi meyaidlan. This is a little bit of a tricky term. I wrote in actually above yehudi. In other words, kiddushin or dahainu 
Kiddushin. Sounds like what the father can't do is sell her off as a slave girl at like 10 or 11 when she comes back to him, but he would be able to be Mekadesher. Now, this girl has a history of apparently Yud being done. Now, Iamris, that that Yud that was done, the first one, Nisuinoisa, makes like a full-fledged marriage. But we know one thing, no matter how old the girl is, once she's been fully married, Kevan Denises, Shuvain Lavia Rishuspa. No matter what happens afterwards, the father would have no domain over her. Ella Lav Shmamina, it must be that Yud, Erisinoisa. Okay, so when Yud is done, the equivalent uh, that that creates is like a Erisin, not like a Nisuin. Okay, that would answer our question. The Gemara rejects this, or actually, Nachman Bar Yitzchak is brought to reject this. Says Nachman Bar Yitzchak, no. Hacha, even though we brought a Brisa, and the Brisa was certainly talking about a pasuk bevigdoi ba, which is in the context of a pasuk of of, of Yud of an Amidriya, actually the Brisa is talking about something much more general, just a regular old bekidushe da alma kai. When it said he was spread his talus over her. That's talking about like a regular canopy of a regular girl who's being mekadesh up by her father, like a age eight, nine, ten, just a regular old kiddushin. The hachi kamar. How do you understand the brice? Bevig ba. Well, like this. And this is almost like a, a two-line rereading of the tashma brice we had up above. Kevan shemasra aviha. Bevig ba. That's what the pasuk says. How do we understand it? Once a girl's father, he hasn't sold her as a slave at all. He just gave her over, Lamisha Neschayev, to the type of guy who's going to be responsible for Sherek Susa and Oina, for those things that a husband is responsible to take care of for his wife. Shuven Yochala He's no longer able to sell it, which would mean once he is Mekadesh her off to anyone, no matter what happens, he cannot afterwards, let's say the, uh, the guy, the Hassan, uh, got hit by a bus three days later. If she goes back to him, which she will, because she's a minor and she'd only been mekadesh, he would not be able to sell her. In other words, she cannot sell her as a shifchadi if he had previously mekadesh her off as a uh, fiancé wife. So, Tashma, we try again. The question again is, you, does it make a full-fledged nesuin or just first-stage erison? So we have a Tanaic source here. It goes for almost three lines. starts here, and it says, um, okay, what would be better if a father has to sell his daughter than to sell her like to Uncle Bill or Uncle Michael or Uncle John, like one of his brothers, like a relative of his? Can he do that? Well, how about to a nephew of his? How about to a type of uh, relationship where he, she would not be able, let's say, to one of her brothers? So, in Michael the the father cannot sell his daughter to Kroivim that she would be ushered to do yud with them. Okay. Kama, Mishum Rabbi Eliezer, who I underlined, Amru, actually, yes, Meichra Lekroivim. Now, don't we have that problem that that Karav wouldn't be able to do Yehud? That's fine! Like, you could sell to a... You could sell him as a Shivcha, he just won't have that option of taking her as a wife because of the Kirva. Uh, Kama Vishavin, now both the Tanakama and Rabbi Eliezer agree that you would, yes, be allowed to Meichra this is a father selling his daughter. If his daughter was an almana, a daughter underline almana, to a Kohen Gadol, almana and Kohen Gadol can uh, hook up with each other? On the ter- no, that, that's something that's also, but they all agree that that can be done. As well as a father uh, selling his daughter, who's a grusha or a chalutza, to a Kohen Hedja. Now, even though those relationships are uh, 
problematic, the father can, yes, do it. But let's focus on one of those cases. Now, that's the end of the Raisa. The case of the Almanas. So you have a father who is selling his daughter who's an Almana. What do you mean an Almana? Hi, Almana. Hey, Chidami. How did she get to be an Almana? Sounds like she was previously with a guy. Now, Elema, how did she previously have a relationship with a guy? She's still like a, a, a minor girl. So, Elema is squiggling. And Elema, you want to say, Dekadish Nafsha. Very independent young lady. She was Mekadish herself. Let's say at age nine, well, we've been through like hundreds of Dapim. That just doesn't work. Almana, Karis, like, she's not an Almana. Like, halakhically, it doesn't uh, do anything. She could accept Kesekadushin at age nine. But there's nothing that gets affected. Ella, I squealing on the Ella. El de Kadshavia must be her father was Mikadi Sharaf. Okay, so the father was Mikadi Sharaf, and then we talk about selling her as a slave. Really? Mimatsi Mazvinla? Can a father, after he was Makadish's daughter Rav, for whatever the situation is, is end up selling her? We said that's that's Rabbi Akiva in the top line. Right? Shuv If she had historically been shotgunned off in like in a marriage relationship with a man, the father has no rights over her to sell as a shivcha. Kama va'amara, underliner of Amram, Amara of Yitzchak, in order to like figure out what's going on in this case, it must be hacha bekidushe yud. You know how she was originally, so to speak, married off or like uh, put together with a guy in like a marriage type relationship? It was kidushin. She had been in the state of kidushin from yud. And then the fellow was crossing the street and got hit by a bus and got killed. Oh, and it has to be going according to, and I box this name here, Valiba There is this Underlying machlokas, the original money that was given by this guy to the father, let's say when the girl was eight years old, is that viewed, if he takes the option of viewed, as Kesef Kedushin or not? Well, Rabbi Yosef Yehudas of the opinion, Maisar Yishonis, that original money, love is not retroactively looked at as being Kedushin Nitnu. Okay, so then what is the Kedushin? Now, the Amris, if you want to say, Nisuin Oisa, that when yud was done, and that's what we're saying historically must have been done over here, there was a yud. If you want to say that yud is tantamount to a full-fledged Nisuan marriage, kevan shenises, well, once a girl is fully married off historically, shuven la There's no ability that the father would have to do anything with her, and therefore it must be erisinaisa. What does yud do? That was the original question we opened the Gemara with. Answer, it must be it does erisin. Okay, so the Gemara turns right around and says, well, okay, let's go with that. Ve'elamai, Eirisen, I said that when Yud happens, it does the equivalent of an Eirisen. Well then, what, what did we say up above? About, oh, eight, nine lines in the Brisa. Two-word quote. Ve'shavin Shemaychra, all would agree, Tanakam would agree, Rabbi Elez would agree, that the father can turn around after Yud was done and sell her, but ha'en adam meichras be to the shifchus, achar, Ishus, you can't do that. A father can't sell his daughter as a shifcha after it's already been Ishus. Okay, let's take the other side. You want to come to an answer? So, like, what's going on over here? It must be that. Remember, when, when she did the Yud, um, the father doesn't have much say in that. The father had historically been the one to sell her off as a shifcha. 
But when the girl, let's say years later, and the master does yud, it's really the girl who is the one who is the other party here, the master and, and the girl. Shiny erison d dot must be different. The erison that she makes, in other words, a yud, may erison davia than the erison that her father would make. Well, if that's the case, if you want to say it's different, you could even say that the yud accomplishes the same of nisuin and just say it's a different party here. It's not the father's involved. Shiny nisuin di da, the nisuin that this girl at like age 11 will make with her master, mi nisuin davia. So it seems like we don't have a conclusion. We thought about five, six lines ago, we could include that it, conclude that it Eris and Isa, and here it seems like, well, it could also be Nisu and Isa. The Gemara says, no. We're going to conclude the Maskana, Eris and Isa. The comparison we just made is not valid. Hi, my. Literally like this? What are you talking about? Bishlama, Eris and Eris and Shiny. You can say that there's different types of Erisin, because Erisin is only the first stage. You can say the Erisin that the father does that is the type of erison that the Pusuk is very particular. Hey, buddy, you were ma'areced off your girl once? You cannot historically sell her as a shifcha. As opposed to when the girl herself is going to do something, that might be different. Ela nisuin mi nisuin mi shiny. You can't say that the nisuins are different because nisuin, once she's a full-fledged nisua, she is a nisua mi daraisa. She's totally 100% for all purposes, in all cases, out of the domain of the father. And therefore you can't differentiate between the two Nisuans. Semicolon. Well, Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak to Amar. We're going to uh, underline Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak. We had Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Yehuda, about 10 lines before the bottom of the previous Amud, who had said, when Yud is done, what's the means by which, so to speak, the Kedushin is affected? So Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Yehuda is the one who says that original money that had been paid years ago by the master to the father. Let's say you call it $600. That, so to speak, is not the constitution. But there's another approach. According to Yitzhak, who says, Afilu, even Rabbi Yitzhak Yehuda will say, that maos rishainis, that original money that was given, which makes the yud, which is done, much more shaykh between master and father, as opposed to master and the girl. How will he be moikim? The price on Yud Beis? Well, Maikim La, very simple. Not a problem. He'll be Maikim like the other Tana, Kerebi Eliezer. Remember we had on the top of the previous Amud, your Gemara's aren't so good, but on top of the previous Amud, we had this price in Machlok between Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi Eliezer. We keep going within the Rabbi Kiva approach. What we're going to say right now is, no, we're going within the Rabbi Eliezer approach. Why? What was Rabbi Eliezer? What was the one limitation that Rabbi Eliezer had? Listen, Dad, if you had sold your girl as a shifcha, let's say at age, I don't know, four, and then she goes free at ten, she comes back to you, you cannot sell her as a shifcha. And the only thing that you cannot have is a shifcha, achar shifcha. You could even have ishus achar shifcha, just not shifcha after shifcha. So it would be making like Rabbi Eliezer who had said, shifchas achar shifchas, now that's where the father is off limits. Aval Which is a really simple answer. So simple is it that you might have, like we had Rabbi Eliezer, it's really the end of yesterday's year, but it's, it's the top of the Hamlet. Why don't we just make him like Rabbi Eliezer? Why is it even a question? And I, I think Rosh is coming to uh, deal with that issue when, when he says on the uh, in the first uh, narrow line, Da'amar the Shifchas Achar Shifchas. 
Dekadarish Kevan Shebagad Ba. That's how he darshans the Bevig Ba once he had um, betrayed his daughter by selling her to Shifri. He can't do it again. Now, the Anhashta Mahadrina, and up until this point in the Gemara, the, the Gemara is trying Ukma Delo Kerebi Eliezer. Why not? What do we have against Rebbe Eliezer? Well, we actually have one thing against him, Mishum de Shmutihu. Shmuti is uh, Shamta's Cherem. Rebbe Eliezer historically was put in Cherem. I think this is referring to that, um, I think this is the Rebbe Eliezer, the Tanor Shalachnai, where there was, if you have a, a, a earthenware uh, oven and it's uh, sliced and then it put back together, does it retain the tomb or not? And he argued so intensely, like a little bit too intensely, and the walls of the base medrash were going to collapse, and then he was put into Cherem. I think that's what we're referring to, that, that I don't know if it's every sugi in the Shas or just this one, um, or maybe some of them, but we would prefer not to go like Rabbi Eliezer because at some point he was put into Cherem. You know, he's one of the two, main Rabbi of Rabbi Akiva, but that's the way uh, Rashi explains this. Okay, second question for today's shear, another boy, another very interesting question. So normally, um, we, we talk about girls all the time, maybe being married, sold as slaves when they're four or seven. Boys doesn't apply at all. Uh, for a boy to be Mekadesh, a woman, he definitely has to be a gadol, has to be like 13 years old, Shtay Saras, fine. Father selling off a daughter, master buys the daughter. Then there's this uh, yud which can be done. What's yud? So the master can decide after a few years. You know, I'm going to keep this uh, young lady around as a wife, or I got one of my uh, my boys here. Uh, you know, he just came back from uh, yeshiva, fifth year base medrash, fourth year base medrash, or I got my kid who's in sixth grade. He's twelve years old. I'm going to be meyid this ama uh, ivria to my eleven year old son. He'll bring her in for show and tell to uh, you know beginning of sixth grade. Does that work or not? That's the Gemara's question. Boy, Reish Lakish, put a diamond on the boy. Mahu Shemiyad Adam Lebenai Katan. You have a father, he owns this Ame Ivriya. Yud is an option, certainly for him, certainly for his adult sons. How about if it's to his minor son? Now, there's no question if it was just a minor on his own, there, there's no Shaykhas to it. But here, it's almost like the father is the one who's in the place here. So, how do we look at it? Ayo Dilma B. A, do we say when the Pasuk describes who the father can be to, it says, Benoi, that's in quotation marks, Amarachmana, which son, doesn't say there's any limitation, doesn't say how old he has to be, whether he has to have black hair or brown hair, or anything. Benoi called to who? Oh, Dilma, he's squiggling down the Odilma, or possibly you could look at it this way. No, no, no. Benoi, Dumya Day. The context of the Pasuk is that you, master, you can take her as a wife through, through you or to one of your sons. Maybe the son has to be like the master. Mahu, gadol, just like the master is a gadol, have been a gadol. Bottom line, can the son be underage and you'd be done by the father or not? Amr of Zera, it's funny how structurally it's almost identical to the previous one. We have a Tashma here, a triangle to Tashma, and um, about eight lines later, first one on the line is Allah. Then there's another um, Tashma. So dad owns the Nama Ivriya, wants to do Yud with her. He, he can do that. Wants to do Yud with one of his sons who's older. How about if his son is a minor? So Tashma. Says the um, Brysis, about a one and a half line Brysis, starts here. The Pasuk says, 
Now, this is in the context of adultery. It's a big no-no. And the Pasuk says, Ish, Ashinaf is Ashes Ish. A man who would have an adultery with a married woman. Now, the Pasuk uses Ish, that's the man, Prat Lakatan. That means that if the guy who's the, uh, um, the, the, the sinner, the paramour, is 11 or 12 years old, it doesn't apply. It's only if he is a god that we everything applies. Not that it's not usr, but it, the, the punishments and the isr The pasuk continues, quote, Asher yinafes eishes ish, who has relations with the wife of a man, uh, meaning like an adult man, that sounds very much prat laishes katan. Okay? That comes to exclude um, an eishes katan. You know why? Because there's no such thing as an eishes katan. How can you have a boy who is 10 years old who's got a wife? That just doesn't apply. Now, if you want to say if you want to say that there is a possibility that a father who owned an Amivria can be her off to one of his sons, even a minor son, oh, Imkain, well then you'd have a precedent for Matsinu, we would have a Ishus Lakatan. How how does ten year old end up with a wife? Oh, you know how? Because his father was Miyaid and Amaivria to him, and that's how he ended up with a wife. Okay. Well, then, one second. What, what are we concluding over here? That it must be that he can't? Then, if he can't do it, why would the Pasuk minimize this also? The Pasuk also wouldn't minimize a woman who was married to a pink elephant. In other words, the Pasuk isn't coming to, to uh, uh, take away cases that don't exist in Mitzias. Okay? So then, should we conclude the other way? that a father can yes be miyayid and amayivri of his off to his minor son? No. Amaravashi, we cannot come to that conclusion. What's the case of here? Where do you even have the metzias of an Aishas katan? Very interesting case. Standard case, you don't have such a thing. Exceptional case, you could have a boy who's under 13 years old who is, so to speak, married. Where do you have such a thing? Imagine if you have a couple brothers. One brother is like, I don't know, 20 years old and one brother is 10 years old. Brother who's 20 years old marries a woman, drops dead. Okay, no children. Now Yivam has to be done. Who's the surviving brother? The guy's 10 years old. Let's say he does Yivam, this 10-year-old boy. Now, the 10-year-old boy, that which he's trying to acquire this woman isn't totally of his own thing. It's really coming off of his adult deceased brother's marriage. So the case here is Hacha Beyavam, it's a case of a Yavam who's at least been Tesha Shana Beyoyim Echad, Haba, who had relations with his Yavimtoi, Askina. Demi Daraisa on a purely Daraisa level Chazyale. Chazyale means because of the Zika. As you have this unique issue where Yibum kind of piggybacking off of the previous condition of his deceased brother is taking place. Now, Ma'udotem, you might have thought to say, that's how you have such a Messias of a boy who's under 13, but can yet have, so to speak, a wife. Ma'udotem, you might have thought to say, Kevan dimidoraisa chaziyale, since it's, it is fitting on a Torah level, and bi'asai bia, the bia of a nine-year-old boy, does have halachic significance as a bia, habala mischai beishasish, that in that type of situation, if some other guy off the street has relations with her. It would be like having relations with a full-fledged Aishish. That's what you might have thought. Kamash Malan, that's what the Pasuk is talking about. So when the uh, Bryce that we brought of uh, Ish, Ashinaf Aishish Ish, Pratla Aishish Katan, that's the case. The Aishish Katan is, how did you become an Aishish Katan? Well, he was like 10 years old when he did Yibum with her. Okay. 
did we answer the question? No. So my hafi alav, the Gemara refocuses our attention. So like, well, what, what do we say? Can it cut into yud or not? If the father's miyayed this amivriya to his katan son, does it work? So tashma, we put a triangle on this tashma. Have a one and a half line Tanaic source starts here. Um, that's either Tanaic source or de amar, which is the gears on the inside margin, would be just a, an Amoraic memra. So it's either a brisa or it's something the Amoraim said. Amar Rabbi Ivo, Am Rabbianai, Ain Yud Ela Begadol, Ain Yud Ela Midas. That's pretty clear. Is Yud going to work if the kid is 10 or 11? The son? No, it will not. Yud works only with a Gadol only with uh, a knowledge and understanding of, I guess, the man. Okay. Did we answer our question? Yes, we did. A father cannot be meyayed his amiri off to one of his minor sons. Okay. The Bryce, though, was a little bit unnecessarily wordy, it would seem. Tarty? If you tell me it's ain yud el begadol, like, they usually go together. Halachic das comes with person being a gadol. And when person is not a gadol, there's no halachic das. So, tarti, well, why do you have to tell me both? Well, here's the reason why. Matam kamar. Actually, what we're being told over here is the reason. Colon. Matam ain't you del gadol. Why is you only able to be done by a man who is a gadol? Answer, lefishain you del das. Because you need to have full das, and only a gadol has full das. Be by sema. Alternatively, what does it mean, elamidas? I, I sort of like let us down a uh, one possibility, which is the das of the man. Actually, my midas, the das might mean the das dida of the girl. Because not only she's becoming a shifcha now, she's becoming a wife. And by the way, in a regular kedushin, can a man force kedushin on a woman? Yeah. Oh no, she has to be. So here too, also, you would need the das on certain level of the girl. Detani Abaye Braid Rabbi Avo, I circled Abaye Braid Rabbi Avo. The following Tanaic source. It goes very short, it's about six words. The Pasuk says, Asher lo ya'ada, that he did not do yud. Melamed Shetzarich le ya'ada. This comes to teach us that he has to be miyai. What are we talking about? What does that mean? That he didn't meyayed? Teach us he has to be meyayed. Well, it's a good thing that we have a baye braider bavo who tani la he taught this Tanaic source the who amar la and he also gives the explanation. What's the explanation of this Tanaic source? We're talking about bekidushe yud. The case over here is yud is being done. The original money that was paid by the future master to the father was not for Kedushin, and the das that's required is the girl's das, like in any scenario where a girl is agreeing to, so to speak, be, you know, the future wife of whoever the guy is. So he has to give her another it, it would seem like he has to give her something of value, which probably is the time remaining in her servitude that uh, she no longer is going to have to do. But, yeah, the time ahead, not not the time that she that's served not already. Something that he's giving her now. We always say that yeah, no. is, is something that he's actually giving, handing over. So he, what he's giving her is the the next six months. She doesn't have to work. That there's a real value to that. Okay. Not what she had done previously. Not what the father had done previously. Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak, who we circled Amar, 
he says that you could even say afilutema likidushin nitnu, um, that the original money that was given by this uh, man to this girl's father years ago to purchase her as a shifcha is through that money is how the yud is going to be affected. Shiny hacha, it's just that it's different over here because the pasuk itself says we make an exception to amarachmana. Quote one word, yeada. Okay, so that is looked at as uh, the Kesef Kedushin. Okay, my Rabbi Yossi Rabbi Yehuda, we had mentioned Rabbi Yossi Rabbi Yehuda um, a few times. What's the background of that? Well, Disanya, we'll see a Brysa now that goes about three lines, and uh, it's uh, based on the Pasuk, Shmais Chafalef Pasuk Ches. It says, uh, Asher Lo Yada, it's talking about a man who owns a Ame Ivriya, and if he does not do yud, and then the word says, then the hefta, he should let her um, be redeemed. She has the possibility of uh, purchasing herself off, which teaches us, the juxtaposition of the word to hefta, if yud is going to be done, it can't be that yud's done four seconds before she finishes her servitude. There has to be at least a... Um, enough time left in her servitude that it itself has a value of at least a shava pruta. Mikan, from here, and I underline, Amr Abiyos Rabbi Yehuda, he said, if there's enough time left in the day for her to do a shava pruta's worth of work, then mekudeshes, it'll work. Vimlav, and if not, ena mekudeshes. Okay, so how then are we looking at the yud? What's, what affected the yud? Apparently, it's the work that was yet to be done that, so to speak, the master is waving and she's getting as a benefit. What do we see from here? Well, Alma Kesavar, it follows from here, says the Gemara, that it must be Rabbi Yisrael of the opinion. Why are we doing that? What about the original money that the master paid to the father years ago? It was a big chunk of money. It must be that Maus Harishainais that was given to purchase her as an Amevriya. But love the Kedushin it knew not to entertain the possibility that in the future the Kiddushin might be done and that would be taking effect. That's what we see Rabbi Yehuda holds. Kama. Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak has a different take on this. It's a second approach. He says, Afilu nitnu. No, no, you can even say, we look at the original money as though it was Kiddushin, shiny hacha. It's just different over here because again, the Pasuk specifies Damarachmana ve hefta. the hefta in relationship to the yud, indicates there has to be enough that you would be able to be paid to her, like at least a Sharputa's worth of work, when the yud is going to take place. And let's conclude with two statements of Rav Amar Rav Nachman. Here's the first. Amar Rav Amar Rav Nachman, I underline his name, and three lines later, in the middle of the line, Amar Rav Amar Rav Nachman. And uh, both of these things that Rav Amar Rav Nachman is going to tell us it comes off of this opinion of Yosef Rabbi Yehuda. That's the connection between the two of them. Here's the first. Amar Rava. Amar Rav Nachman. You have a man, he's got a minor daughter. Can a minor daughter act as a shaliach usually? No, she doesn't have uh, das. Can't be a shaliach. However, says Rav Amar Nachman, Oimer Adam, Lebito Katana, a father would, yes, be allowed, this would work, to say to his daughter who's a minor, quote, Si'i Kabli Kidu Shaykh. Hey, you know what, uh, little uh, little Mary? Why don't you uh, go out? You see Bob over there and, and accept your kesef kiddushin from Bob. Now, normally she can't be a yeshliya. How, how can he do this? Well, 
says Rav Ramach, it must be that that would work with Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yehuda. Why? Lav Amar, wasn't it just the case that we were told by Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yehuda, that the Maos Harishonis Lav Likidushin Nidnu. In the case of a woman who is a Ama Ivriya, that original money is not for the Kiddushin. Which means, well, how is the Kiddushin being affected? Because there's still time in her servitude, and it's that time in the servitude and the value of that that is making the Kiddushin. So to over here, it would be no different. Rashi says, This is, I guess, the last Rashi, but I think the... Amud Beis has a few of the Rashi's here, but this one Maos Harishon is Lav LeKidushin Nitnu, the Ikibel Av Almenas LeHisyoed VeKidushi Yu Tluyin Ba'Av. If what was going on here is when the father got the money out years ago, when the girl was uh, eight years old, and he's doing it Almenas that she would do Yud and that Kidushi Yud depends on the father, says Rashi Afalgav Deleka Shalos Nami. Then the truth is, why do we need to have 15 minutes left or an hour left for there to be any sort of value left in her servitude? All you would need is the master to say, within the six years, Tisyaidli, hey, little lady, come here. You're going to be miyai to me. And therefore, it must be that that's not the case. It's from the servitude that is left to be done. That's the first point Rav Nachman makes. The second point, back in the Gemara, three lines in the bottom, Amarav Amarav Nachman, HaMekadesh B'milva Normally, if I walk up to a woman, I say, with the money that you owe me, it doesn't work. But let's say it's the money that you owe me, that there's a mashkain on that money. Oh, HaMekadesh B'milva Mekudeshes. It would work. That would be a good Kedushin. How? Through what mechanism? Once again, Midra Yehuda. Why? Lav Amar, wasn't it the case that we were told by Rabbi Yosef Yehuda, Maoz Harishonis Lav Likidushin Nitnu. Okay, you have a father who sold his daughter as an Amivri at age eight. That money that was given was not Likidushin. How is the Yud going to be affected if it is taken up as an option by the master? Hi, it's basically looked at as a Halva. It's money that's still owed. Now, we just said you can't be Makadish with a milva. I think you even asked this a little bit earlier in the shear. It's a milva, but then there's also a mashkin. What's the mashkin? The mashkin in this case, so to speak, is the girl herself who's in servitude to the master. The he gufa, the amivri herself, is the mashkin he in this case, in which case, oh, she's the mashkin, she had better be worth at least a shavaput. In other words, there better be at least enough time left in her servitude for her to be worth a shavapruta, and that's the shavapruta of the mashkin through which the kedushin is being affected, or the yu is being affected. Okay. So to over here, loishna. It's a beautiful conclusion to, uh, well, today's year. All right. <laughs>